Welcome back, guys. Back in the lab, Stadium Drop Podcast. Before we get started on tonight's podcast, which is we're coming in hot and heavy. A lot of news has came out, college football stuff. We've already been arguing before we recorded. <laughs> so um, this episode of the Stadium Drop Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is the best company in the entire world. If you have not bought anything from Manscaped, you are severely missing out. They have a number of products. I can't even name them all. Brad loves the boxers. Wears them every day. I mean, got to. That's like a true, like that's true. Brad wears the boxers. Like I literally have, yeah, I have a couple pairs. I need to continue buying more because I just want to wear them all the time. Like I'm, yeah. I'm having a bad day if I can't wear those. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm, Manscaped- I'm serious. Like it's just a different, it's a different like mindset that I'm in. Yeah. So Manscaped's advanced skin safe technology has changed the game completely. The lawnmower 3.0 is amazing. Uh, Joe shaves his back with it, but you can shave anything. Yeah, I do. You can shave anything. Um, it's great. It's wireless. It's got an LED light. It's waterproof. It's the best. What you need to do, go to manscaped.com, use our promo code STADIUM. You can write that in all caps if you want. That is STADIUM for 20% off plus free shipping. You cannot beat the deal. Everybody loves free shipping. I know I do. And uh, that's it. Manscaped, they're the best. Check them out. So we have Brad and Joe back in the virtual. Hello, lots to talk about. A lot to talk about today. Finally. A lot. Finally. Finally. <laughs> so the first domino has now fallen. I guess you could say two, because by the time this releases, the ACC will probably announce. But the Big Ten announced today on July 9th that they are playing only conference football, which just took the whole Twitterverse by storm. Um, the ACC is about to follow suit. It's unofficially official right now. Um, doesn't make any sense to me. I hate it. I, I mean, I'll say I hate it. Doesn't make any sense to me because, <laughs> I, and I, I, you know, we've talked about it. Miami is playing – Miami's presumably going to play only – ACC teams that means but what's the difference in traveling to Pittsburgh than to traveling to Michigan State well what I'm thinking is you have teams like Ohio State Michigan all the big 10 teams and then you have other teams like kind of in the northeast close to it and then you have all of Florida and all of Georgia so like why are we making it just conference it should be like regional that's what I think I think yeah I, I think if there is going to be college football, which I don't think there's going to be, but I think if there is college football, it's got to be regional. It's got to be – you don't have to fly. It's it's somewhere close. Um, like Florida State plays Miami, Florida, UCF, USL, like teams yeah. like that. Yeah, and if you think of you, you just go Louisiana, Alabama, Georgia, and Florida. Now it's biased for like our conferences, but – you could then put those northern teams with the Big Ten as well, and it's like, okay, at least we're keeping it in that region. So you have LSU, Auburn, Alabama, Georgia, Miami, Florida State, all those teams that can play each other in four different states, and it's just keeping it condoned in those four states. So if you're thinking about the Big Ten, who still has guys that come out, ACC, I mean, obviously you have Clemson that's in the Carolinas, but I just feel like – if we're doing just conferences, there's no way you're going to be able to determine like strength of schedule, doing the committee, 
obviously we've already talked about asterisk years. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. If you keep it in conference, you can say, all right, all the conference winners can play each other at the end. Like yeah. that's a, that's an easy true. way. To, that's that an is, easy way to do that. that is true. But I mean, that's, that's the only thing it does. It doesn't like the ACC. We mentioned this with Wes that it's so spread out that there's literally no difference between playing out of conference games and conference okay. games. Yeah. I guess so, I didn't think about it that way. See, like, yeah, that's a good, that's a good way to think about it. And like some teams, it really doesn't affect as much as others. Like Miami's non Miami. Well, listen, what I'm saying, well, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm trying to say. Miami, Miami played or played UAB, Wagner, Temple, and Michigan State was their four out of conference teams. Yeah. That's four dubs. That's four. That's four dubs. Okay. Michigan State. Some people could say a toss up. They won four games last season. They've got a brand new coach. We yeah. were gonna win. We were gonna win that game. Yes. But for He's, other teams, like I believe LSU and Texas were scheduled to play again this year. I mean, that's a pretty big game. Yeah. I believe. And then you've got, you know, Georgia, Virginia, which Georgia was gonna steamroll Virginia, but still, it's just gonna be, I don't know. It's it's gonna be weird. If if I was a Miami fan, I'd be pissed. Because you here's my here's my thinking and you can go off of that miami had the easiest schedule possible yeah they've 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 recruited guys for one year rentals so you're setting up this this year where you're putting everything into this one year yeah okay. you have you have an you have an easy schedule winning winning t- you you cannot even be improved at all and still win 10 11 games with the schedule you have that would that would boomerang you for the upcoming years. So so now you take off the Wagners, the UABs, the yeah. the four gimmies, and even right. if you you throw in Clemson, you throw in Notre Dame, which Miami could still beat Notre Dame. They're not going to beat Clemson, but they could still beat Notre Dame. Um, you don't have those gimme games. All of a sudden, you have these one year rentals. If you don't win with these one year rentals, next year you're screwed. The year after that, you're screwed. So I, I I agree. I mean, this is a make or break year for Manny Diaz. Manny Diaz went out. He got some transfers. This is one shot. You win nine, ten games. You keep your job. Yada yada. The um. So yeah, I agree with you. I I it does suck because those were four dubs. Yeah, but that, that's all I'm saying. If you're yeah. Manny Diaz, I want the easiest schedule possible because oh, my yeah. job's not secured, and I want to I want to collect easy wins. I agree. I do, I do agree with that. But what I was saying earlier was the season's going to be so weird and there's going to be an asterisk on the season regardless. So, honestly. Yeah. And I see what, what you're saying with there, but that would be if you weren't playing for something this year. For Florida State, it's great. The, I don't care what happens this year. The, the, the games don't matter. But Miami is something that you're playing for something this year. You're playing for – Manny's playing for his job. Manny's playing to get into the conference championship. If all of a sudden this year doesn't matter, you're having to There's, play harder. You're having to play harder games. You don't win those games. You have a quarterback that is a senior that you're renting for this year. He's not going to be here next year. So what does that do for your future? Yeah. See, there's a, there's a lot of factors that go in now. I think, I think if, if my, you know, if Miami was to schedule Clemson, Notre Dame, Etc. Then you know Manny wins seven games. He's he's gonna come back because yeah. 
because you know, no spring, you know, it's such a crazy. I don't, I don't see any coach getting fired after this season. No, uh, but, just real but, quick. Breaking news was SEC has no imminent plans to have an, a decision on fall sports schedule. So there's that. Breaking news as of uh, Thursday night. Oh. Go ahead. There it is. But if, if you're Miami and you have the option of winning seven games or winning 10 or 11, like in the eyes of recruits, recruits, no offense, recruits are dumb. They see wins <laughs> and losses. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, you're like, right. You're right. Like that's what they want to see. They want to see wins and losses. They don't care that you had to scrimmage or you had to play Clemson and Notre Dame instead of those four easy wins. Yeah. If you go seven or eight, seven wins compared to 10 or 11, that's the big difference that affects your future. I agree. Yeah. Just, just let me have my moment. Let me be a cocky. Can- let me, let me be a cocky Canes fan. Call out anybody and everybody who wants to play. I'll, you know, our buddy, John Michael said it scared money. Doesn't make any money. Let's- so I got a question for you guys. Just kind of throw a wrench in a lot of it. So with that news for the sec, let's say they're just like, all right, we're not going to do conference only. We'll play FCS teams as well. So like, smaller teams they boost their numbers let's say for instance georgia has one loss we'll say like let's just say because lsu won the national championship no losses but they played a bunch of fcs teams and then you have like an ohio state who has one or two losses in the big 10 because they only played big 10 teams would you then give ohio like how you work the strength of schedule well those fcs teams are probably only going to play themselves like you would have to find teams that also agreed not to play out of conference. So the yeah, SEC's true. the SEC's gonna be hand tied. Their hands to whatever. are tied, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. They're, yeah. So it really they can be all big and bad what they want to, but if every other conference says we're only playing out of that conference, makes sense. we're playing yeah. in conference. I mean, God, it's division. just like a it's just a bad concept. I mean division I get it. one football, baby. What they need to do is just let everybody play in conference, have a full schedule, but let it be in conference. Let conference champ then extend the playoff. So do you think that, okay, it's just still going to come down to SEC championship, ACC championship and all with that being – because what if you have the carousel here to where it's like, okay, Georgia beats Florida. Well, here's the thing. If Alabama and Georgia are in the SEC championship game, Georgia's got one loss, Alabama's undefeated. Georgia's one loss was to Alabama. Georgia beats Alabama in the SEC championship depending on where they are ranking. Now, if you go by what I just said, they're going to be top four. I think you, with an extended playoff, you put them both in. Extend so the playoffs you, to eight games. Yeah, okay. So, But, but the, the, whole West, thing though, is, the whole thing is limiting games and limiting travel. Yeah, yeah. So that, I just I don't mean, get how you're going to work it. Because this isn't let's the say, year to do that. Because let's say, okay, if you do SEC championship game where you have East versus the West, but you have – Let's say Alabama plays Auburn and beats them. Auburn plays LSU and beats them. And then LSU beats Alabama. You all have one loss. You all have beaten each other. How do you determine who's going to go to the SEC championship if everybody else wins out? Like You, you have a divisional record. Whoever has the best record is the same. Yeah. The, only thing that's, the, only, the only thing that they can do if they want to have a playoff is every conference winner gets into, the, gets into like a playoff. Yeah. yeah. But – that's that's probably. I mean, we're we're talking about this. It's probably not yeah. gonna happen. Yeah. So I, I still I'm optimistic because I want a football season. But Joe, I think you're. Uh, let's right just track. how how 
how do you not spread Corona on college campuses? Regardless of if, regardless if you think Corona is real or regardless if you think it's like dangerous or not dangerous, if it spreads and people have it, they're not going to be able to play. You just, I mean, how do, test, how do you test everybody on the campus right in week, like right before week one, like maybe three weeks before test everybody on the campus with the Q-tip, just have COVID on it. Give it to everybody in the school. Everybody has every, it. Every, every kid on campus, every kid <laughs> on campus, just test them, okay. but have COVID, have COVID on it. Interesting. And then the whole school has it. And then you've had it. There's so, just, it doesn't have to be every kid. Just give it to every player. Like, like we talked about a couple of weeks ago. And then they're immune to it, right? Unless if it, I guess, mutates or whatever. I mean, there's, I we're joking. That's we're a, joking, but there's literally, unless you quarantine yeah. a team, there's no way to to yeah. to, to not have it spread. Well, do you, you, you guys see switching gears a little bit in the NFL? They made it to where you can't jersey swap after the game because of COVID. Yeah, and I'm like. Okay, they're going to be, like, tackling and sweating all over each other all game, but I can't jersey swap? Yeah, that's you, I don't but know. Can't, I, okay, so you can't even socially distance jersey swap to where you take jerseys off and then throw them 10 yards to the other guy? Like, you can't do it at all. It's ridiculous. I don't know. It's, it's, ridiculous. it's weird protocols that both sides, I think, is questionable. They're trying to do their best, but I don't know. I'm just – I'm over it. I'm just over it. Every, everybody is in a panic and uh, not necessarily panic, but it's just chaos right now because everybody doesn't know what to do. It's like, let's do this one thing. No, let's do this one thing. No, let, let's send kids back to school. No, that's the not thing. like, who knows? Like, it's that's so, the thing you say, all right, we're going to let kids go back to elementary school, but college kids can't play football. Like that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, nobody no nobody knows what to do. Nobody knows what's going on. Nobody knows how to what how to solve it. Like it's just I don't know. It's crazy. I just don't get with the money involved. How is this going to impact schools? Like just it's going to get It's going to yeah. They're going to have to. Florida State had to fire like twenty five people or let go twenty five people today. Like it's yeah. it's going to it's going to kill every school. Yeah, and, and it's going to kill. Yeah, it's going to kill a ton of schools, and it's going to kill the sports. Not, I mean, obviously the the schools, but it's gonna kill the sports that don't generate a ton of income, like soccer, baseball, volleyball. I mean, yeah, they're not gonna be able to afford to keep those. And, yeah, and all those student athletes that come down there that you know you might not go pro in that sport, but you just you got a scholarship, you love to play. I mean, Do you, this this is like our obviously like out of the question now, but if they were to do this conference thing and they were to do an NBA type bubble, like, do you think that would have worked? Like if they were to do, okay, Hey, for your respective colleges, you're all online for this semester. No, you're going to be in a bubble and you're going to play. No, you can't say it's not safe to go for regular college kids to go on campus or not go on campus, but it's fine yeah. for college kids to play football. Like that makes sense, in, or, yeah. in order to have college football, you have to have kids on campus. Yeah. Makes sense. They're, they're not at, they're not I, professional athletes. I don't know. Yeah. Ca yeah. Cash rules everything. So I could see where they would try that, but there would be a lot of revolt. Like there'd be a lot yeah. of revolt. The media would t kill that. The media yeah. would blow that up. Yeah, that's true. So I guess I didn't think, I'm just thinking of that just like in a sports mind, but you know, you think overall. college kids, you think college kids are going to quarantine themselves? No way. No, Absolutely no. not. No. Absolutely not. No. 
Yeah. I mean, you, you saw the beaches and stuff like that. You saw all the, the crazy things that they did, like spring break when Corona was first hit. That College kids don't really give a damn about coronavirus. And they're not getting paid to do it either. Like the NBA, yeah. for instance, we talked about the bubble and uh, food and what they're eating. It's like, all right, you're getting paid to do this still. Yeah. They're That's not getting paid. Yeah. There's no, if there is a season, um, there's going to be a ton of college kids that say, I'm not playing. Yeah. You mentioned the beaches. I was at the beach this weekend. Packed. Super packed. I'm, yeah, I'm going to the beach next week. So I mean, I, 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 I have not did anything to prevent me getting Rona, so I could have Rona right now. I have no idea. I need to go get tested. But <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to wear, get I'm, tested. I'm wearing a mask. Have you seen how you get tested? I got have tested. Have you seen the testing? Yeah, I got tested. Yeah, three three people at my work got it? tested. They said it wasn't it's, bad. It's horrible. Really? I mean, it's it doesn't hurt, but it like my eyes would just was just like pouring tears afterwards. Like it it's it's more uncomfortable than hurt. Do you it have to go hurt. both nostrils or just one? Yeah, both nostrils. Oh my god! It's See, I don't want to do that. I, I'm trying to get tested. I need to set up an appointment. I want to get tested. Um. Yeah, the yeah, I yeah, I was in Daytona this past weekend for three days, and it was wild. The beach was packed. I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, Florida is every day. It's oh, there's a new record of positive cases. There's a new record of positive cases, and I'm like, no shit. Yeah. Uh, like may, maybe thirty percent had mask, and I'm guilty. I'm not. I didn't wear a mask. I'm not going to wear a mask. I like they wore they wore a mask like the entire time they were on the beach. No, like I didn't see any mask on the beach. I just seen mask like shopping centers and like restaurants oh, yeah. and stuff like That's that. That's what I'm gonna do. The real we're question going... is, did it did it rain at all while you were down there? Of course it did. Okay, because I was thinking about the year before we went to Daytona for the races and it rained the whole time and but everything did, got canceled. It didn't rain like that though. It rained for maybe fifteen minutes tops. Then it quit. Nice. So yeah. That's that sucks. It is our look. Anyway, you want to talk about some other big news. Uh, a specific NFL quarterback got paid this week. Paid. Yes. Yes. Is it too I much mean, money? Is it too much? No. That is no? great for the Chiefs. Is that it? is great for the Chiefs. Oh, yeah. It is. is it? Great. Over 10 years, you have them locked up. Think about, think about think, how what, – What if Mahomes isn't good in 10 years? I'm thinking overall with let's say he is good in four years and he comes up for a new contract and he's the, the market there is now way higher. Cause if you think about every two to three years, there's a new quarterback that is now paid on top of like, they're now the top paid one. So we were talking about Dak Prescott being the highest paid quarterback. They're locked in for the next 10 years with growing like uh, rates over the next 10 years, what's going to be the highest paid quarterback at that point? Now, I know that 10 years is a long time, but if we're talking normal contracts, four or five years, you have him locked into year six and year seven for way less than what it's going to be at that point. So if he doesn't get hurt, if, you know, if, if all that happens, like the way it's, it should happen, it's good for the Chiefs. If he doesn't go the distance, it's bad for the Chiefs. That's really what it comes down to. So they're gambling yeah. on their guy that won the Super Bowl. They're going to have to do some restructuring, though, because the cap hit is ridiculous. Like, what's going hap- yeah. to happen? What's going to happen when Tyreek Hill wants to get paid and Kelsey and Kel- Kelsey, everybody else? Yeah. 
So it's it cripples them is what I think it does. Yeah. Now, I will tell you, I will commend this man, the GOAT, the greatest of all time, Tom Brady. He takes less money and wins Super Bowls. And you have these other quarterbacks. I, who just, I'll caveat that. I'm a big fucking Tom Brady guy, like huge Tom Brady guy. But his wife makes so much money being like co-owner of Victoria's Secret. Like he can take that hit. Well, so Patrick Pat Mahomes, his brother makes millions on TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> dancing. Hudgens loves him. I hate, that guy. I hate that guy. I hate that guy. I hate that guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can't say that. Like, hey, uh, hey, Chiefs. Instead of me, instead of me taking, um, four hundred million or whatever it was, let's make this two fifty. You know what? Two hundred fifty million is a. I would take a million. On a, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not over 10 years, but I would take a million, you know. I mean, maybe I yeah. would take it over 10 years. Still 100K a year. Yeah. But I don't I just, know. I, I don't know, man. It's it's just, a good deal for them if he goes the distance, which for quarterbacks, if you look at dudes that have had success, 10 years is pretty reasonable, even if he's hurt for a year. Yeah. He's not I, – I'll. I, he's not going to go the distance. That's my, only, that's my only concern is the distance. I don't, th- I don't, I don't buy the thing of having to. If you have a quarterback, an offensive line, and a decent defense, I don't think it matters. You can get by with an average running back. You can get by with decent receivers. I don't think you have to pay running backs and receivers in the NFL. Yeah. So that's, then, if that would be to where you can have Tyreek and Kelsey leave, and Mahomes can still hit his. Players. Yeah, if, if you if you have a legit quarterback like Mahomes yeah. who can make yeah. anybody better, look who, the running back for the Ken, the Chiefs right now isn't. I mean, what Damian Williams? Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, exactly. You just need somebody ha- who's fast that can catch. Yeah, yeah. I did, mean, uh, that's really what it's done. Did any but of if you got? If you did, talk about just one more thing on the like going the distance piece, if you think about quarterbacks in general, Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, Matt Stafford, Philip Rivers, all those big names, Eli Manning you know, won two Super Bowls and put that out there. Uh, Because of the kicker. All of those. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was solid, but two throws, Mario Manningham and David Tyree. We won't get into that now. We've talked about it before, but uh, those (laughs) guys have gone, have played so many years. If you think about Ben Roethlisberger, he's been hurt. Tom Brady was hurt for a year. But if you think about how long they've been in the league and how much they're getting paid, that is the distance to me. And he's already won a Super Bowl. So like, this is our guy. Let's just go with it. So if Patrick Mahomes doesn't win another Super Bowl, is it is it still worth it? I think no. He has will, to win. It, no. It will look bad, but if you if you go back to the year after the Super Bowl, how he's played the last two years, if you were to ask any Chiefs fan, I would think they would still say yes, that was the correct decision because they hadn't won since what 1950 or something. So yeah, that is their like. I would go back to that and be like, that was still the right decision. I would have made the decision then as well. Like right. you can't really, cause what if he goes like the next four years and he does like, he wins two Super Bowls. They, he probably would resign with the chiefs, but he wins two Super Bowls. He gets to the fourth year and he's like, um, I've won three Super Bowls now. I'm going to uh, just do what Brady did and go somewhere else that I want to go to. Yeah. I'm not saying he would do that, but now they're locked in. Like, like that's their guy. I don't know. Yeah, man. So, okay. So our triple play tonight, we're not going to do triple play right now. I know we were going to transition right into triple play off Mahomes. Well, there's still some more stuff to talk about. Um, anyway, 
the next topic is the hot dog eating contest that happened July 4th. Of course. Um, Yes. Joey Chestnut. Now, here here are my thoughts on this. In the beginning, if we would have been recording this Sunday or Monday, and if you would have asked me as the hot dog eating contest a sport, I would have said no. It's not a sport. Okay? It's disgusting. It still is disgusting. It, It is disgusting. I can't hardly watch it, dude. It's gross. But... I have now changed my tune, and I think that it is a sport. I think it's a sport. I, I disagree the, with that. The, the reason being, the reason being, the reason I think it's a sport. Okay, I used to tournament bass fish. People don't think bass fishing is a sport. People don't think bass fishing is a sport. It's it, not. It, can Can you outfish me tomorrow? That doesn't mean anything. Yes, it does. But if I beat you in chess, I will say I think fishing is a sport. But if I beat you in chess and you cannot out chess me, is it a sport? If you're competing against someone, I think it's a sport. So all competitions are sport. People say video games are sports, esports. That shit's the least amount of sport. But they're playing. Are they playing sports? Or are they not? I'm just I guess talk- they have esports where it's like not sports. Fortnite, Fortnite, and everything. I just don't think any of that. People say it is. But I just think I don't know. So dude. you think I, all I just, competitions are sport? No, not, what you're necess- not necessarily. But I see what you're that saying. Take, I that takes your bass. Saying. That takes bass fishing. Bass fishing is not a sport. But it's see, it's, art, it's, it's an it's outdoor it's art hobby. And like overall, no, but see, like motor skills. But with but with bass fishing, you're competing against other guys, and it's you don't just put a worm on a hook and th- like there's so much strategy that goes into it. Like there's you have to you read maps and you do the water and pattern. Okay, I'm so, serious. So, so driving to the mountains where I have to read a map, is that a sport? Like, well, I mean, if you think about no. it, you got to read the greens, you got to read like in golf. Is that a sport now? Are we going to talk about? Yeah. If, I mean, if golf, is, is, golf is if, a sport. Exactly. But what I'm saying is, is if, if you have a ball, that, if it's a ball, it's a sport. That's, that's the sport. If it has okay. a ball. Okay. Okay, I, I, okay. That's the only thing. It, it, there's, there's competitions. There's, there's competitions, but all competitions aren't sports. Okay, I'll agree with not all competitions, but I think I the average man cannot eat 75, 74 hot dogs in 10 minutes. That's gross. Is that for a example, sport or is that a for, sport? For example, your, your bass fishing thing, I could be good at algebra, better than algebra than you. I can solve a problem before you. Yeah. Is doing algebra a sport? In what way? Are we doing a competition? Yeah. No, actually, no. That's a dumb question. Okay, no, it's so, not. So, so what <laughs> – so that's the that's bass fishing. So why is the spelling be on ESPN? <laughs> I don't know because they just I don't know I don't know when is the spelling bee every year by the way I'm sure they can't. It's like it. usually in the summer. I remember it being in the summer. But they probably can't because because there's nothing going on, so they throw the spelling bee on. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, I just I, besides hot dog, hot dog eating is a competition. Besides the debate, it's gross. Yeah, um, it's horrible. I, will, I still I will, think I can do 11 and 10 minutes. Stop. I don't, probably be don't even do it. that. Don't even do that. We're bringing it up. <laughs> You're letting our I listeners do down. I might will do it. I might will um, do it. No, you won't. What I, do think, what I do think is that the godfather, Kobayashi, he needs to come back. No, he he's, uh, Joey's, he's ruined Joey's his chance. Just, did, did you guys watch the documentary on Kobayashi? No, I haven't. Uh, no, bro. Yeah, I was, no. That's why I do not like <laughs> – I watched it. Okay. Okay. Uh, George Shea is a horrible human being. Like everybody, he's the announcer. Who's, who's that? I don't he's, know who that he's is. He's the announcer for the hot dog eating contest that says like Jaws oh. and whatever. He is a terrible person. He like 
is the reason why Kobayashi is no longer in the sport. Like, he, he seems cool and everybody loves him. He is terrible. Like, watch the documentary. He is, like, all about himself. And I'm like, your name is literally big because of Kobayashi. Well, not even big. You didn't know who he was. But because of Kobayashi and Joey Chestnut, that's how anybody knows who George Shea is. So, Kobayashi. Horrible human being. You have to watch the documentary. Kobayashi is the original goat. I was doing some research and looking up some stuff because it it was a debate at work the other week about uh, the other day about it, and um, I was looking up stuff. You know, Kobayashi holds the record for most grilled cheeses eaten in one minute. Do you know how many he ate in one minute? Twelve. He ate thirteen, 13? grilled cheeses yeah. in one fucking minute. That is That's insane. <laughs> That's incredible. Impressive. Yeah, it's gross. I wonder if he pukes. I, well, I would think Joey if, Chestnut has to throw up after seventy-seven hot dogs. You have to. I mean, they did the. It's one hundred and fifty calories per just meat. So if you think about another, like maybe two hundred calories, so it's three hundred fifty calories per hot dog. So you're eating thirty-five hundred calories per ten. Yeah. So if you keep doing the math, it's like, how do you even? The um. He's got to throw it up. The thing about it is, he needs I, a rival. Yeah, yes, he does to make it interesting because second yes. place second place had like forty two or forty four yeah. or something. Yeah. Like Chestnut's competing against himself every year. But yeah. they, they there were guys that were not there that because of the corona I agree. they couldn't yeah. go there. So yeah. it was like Matt something, but he still would only have like fifty or sixty. Yeah, Matt's, only but Matt still yeah, there, there there was girls that ate like five hot dogs. I'm like, I mean, that's horrible. <laughs> why why even waste your time going on TV? To get embarrassed by eating five hot dogs. <laughs> terrible. That is horrible. That's terrible. Yeah. Anyway. And it was I've, like old ladies. Yeah. Old ladies eating five hot dogs. Yes. I just, they, wanted, they I just wanted to bring that. Speaking of food, speaking of food, NBA Firefest food. Food looks horrible. Like, just, you, I mean, you, you got dudes that are 240 pounds, seven feet tall. 250 pounds, seven feet tall. And that's what they're eating. But that is not enough. You think LeBron's yeah. eating like that? No. no. It, reminded me of, it reminded me of lunchroom food, and I, and I love lunchroom food. So you bake to, 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 to too, me, it didn't but, look bad. I do too. But like lunchroom food, what I can remember of lunchroom food, it was better than that, though. But if you think it's, about it's it, too, just in a, what are these dudes normally eating? Like, how much money they make. You know what they're normally eating? Like, oh, yeah. The, yeah. the best cut of steak, and now they're eating lunchroom food, a half which a is like a step a down for what we eat. At. Yeah. God, that sounds, I mean, that sounds terrible. It does sound terrible. Golly, we love our sports. We need that basketball back, brother. <laughs> uh, anyways, I guess we can jump into triple play, and then we'll just, um, after triple play, we can call up Wes Blankenship, who is a part of, of Tackler Media. I'll say co-owner. He said we can add a co. So we'll do co-owner of Tackler Media. Also host of Back Porch Sports Podcast. Everybody check it out. It's pretty good. So, uh, yeah. Triple play. Somebody tell them. What are we doing? Go, Brad. What are we doing? All right. So today we are playing triple play for those who haven't listened before. Overall, it's a snake draft. So somebody starts with the first pick. We go to the third pick, and then it goes backwards. Pick three total picks. You pick the best team. Uh, today, it's going to be who would you build your NFL franchise around over three total players So or three total people, right, overall? Yes. Okay, cool. 
So three total people, you pick the best team, not just the one player that you like uh, or the one person that you like. Be on Twitter for a poll. And uh, did I miss and Joe's, over on that? Uh, yeah, Joe wins almost 100% yeah. of the time. Joe right, wins. I won five straight. Joe's won five straight. And uh, Legends has there, zero. that's where we're at now. I have lost five in a row. And this has been a horrible performance. You, you haven't won since, since we've taken our names out of the things and people don't know who they're voting for. Where all right, they, all right, all right, all right. Okay. The, what really started it for you was the Florida DBs, and uh, <laughs> that was a great pick. I will go yeah. ahead and say that was just. <laughs> that was. He got some flack though. I got some. I, I don't think I told him, but he. I got some text messages about, hey, he doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm like, yeah, he kind of does. That's actually accurate. Well, I mean, when you have Joe Hayden as your best cornerback, and you have to put him up against like dudes from Miami and FSU, I mean, that's pretty pretty awful. Yikes. Joe Eden's good. So, but, yeah. on this triple play, do coaches count, or is it just players? Wait, that, what? What? That was that's my out of the outside the box thing. So, no, I mean, it's just players. Just Are, players. We're, we're drafting. Okay. We're drafting. Is it drafting or is it? That was what was going to be my. I was going to pick this person, and then I was going to see what you guys thought. But it's Listen. if I'm going to if I'm going to pay somebody for my team, if I had to pick three people to pay. Could I pick this person if I had to pick? You can pick anybody. You guys are going to laugh at my picks. You do every time. I'm I'm used to it. Mine's going to be weird and wacky and crazy. So, yeah. All right. But does it have to be players? Like, does it have to be players? Yeah. All right. Then, okay. I I can't pick a coach. No. Were you planning on picking a coach? Unless you want the coach to play for you. I mean – if they had to play for me because I'm, I'm I'm an NFL franchise. I'm picking three people to pay. You're the you're the GM. You're the you, GM. You're the GM. You're the coach. You're the starting point guard. You're everything. From the GM, I can choose a. As a movie quote, coach. Though. I'm on ten yeah. percent battery, by the way. All right. Uh, just overall. All right. Okay. We'll just go players. Whatever. Brett. Right. Bill Belichick's off the board. I am. I'm okay. very upset about. It. So who's first? Okay. Who's fir- who's first? I went first last time. I'll go second and third. It doesn't matter. All right, I'll go first. Let me get the easy one because it's gonna be <sighs> it's gonna be struggle bus for me. So I'll go first, Joe goes second, Brad third. All right. Okay. All right. My first pick, and it's easy. My first pick is going to be Roberto Aguayo. No, I'm joking. Um <laughs> first pick's gonna be Patrick Mahomes for me. Okay. Yeah, I mean, ten years, four hundred fifty million. That's, that's not my. That's, that's, not, that's not my contract. <laughs> no, no, no. My contract. My contract's one year, three and a half million. If he and 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 I can trade him anywhere I want. Well, I know who number two is going to be. This is going to be an easy pick. All right, for me. Now I have to. Think, yep, I know who it's going to be. So. Well, I'm picking the most exciting. Ele- See, I don't care about winning. I don't care about winning. I care about jersey sales. I care about selling tickets. So Tim I'm the Tebow. GM. I'm the GM. Like I don't Tebow. care. No, I'm not getting Tebow. I'm taking the most electrifying player in the league, Lamar Jackson. Okay. That's I mean. That's I, I mean. That. I knew that was coming. So oh, that's a dub. Well, all right. My first pick, Joey Bosa. Oh. Joey Bosa is my first pick. Uh, just defense wins championships. That's what I'm rolling with. And my second pick is going to be Aaron Donald. Continuing with the defense. 
So I'm gonna have a defensive end, interior defensive lineman, and uh, Brad, just, Brad's gonna Brad's gonna try to win three zero every game. Apparently. Well, that's two right now. I mean, you already you both have already picked quarterback, so I'll take my two defensive uh, linemen, and we'll see what I get in pick three. Oh man, dang it, damn it! What? Okay, that's a, is that a good pick? I mean, I he. Those were – I was going to pick a defensive guy. Those were two of my top defensive guys that he picked. Um, screw it. I need somebody to catch the ball. I'm going to go with Michael Thomas. First of all, it's my pick. You went first. Oh. So, it goes to me. Damn it. Well, don't pick him. So, I want Michael – no, I don't want Michael Thomas. Um, Very good. I'm going to go um, – I got to protect my quarterback. I got to protect my future. Um, I've got to protect Lamar Jackson. I think the second most important position other than quarterback is left tackle. So I'm going to take Tyron Smith of the Cowboys. Cowboys known for having the best offensive line for a while. Um, I got to protect my franchise quarterback. So I'm going to go a left tackle to protect Lamar Jackson. That is true. And yeah, the cow. Yeah. Shout out the Cowboys. Um, all right. So I kind of cut in front of Joe. I'm just going to get Michael Thomas. I need somebody to catch the ball. I know Patrick Mahomes can throw to anybody. Patrick Mahomes could throw to my grandmother, but I don't know if she could catch it, but Patrick I'm, Mahomes. Yeah. he That would yeah. be a legit. Yeah. So, but yeah. still doesn't matter. I'm going with, Michael Thomas, arguably best wide receiver in the game. Brad. I prefer I prefer Hopkins, but some some people do. No, you go again. Twenty four twenty four reasons why uh, Mahomes should be paid. By the way, no. You see that tweet? Yeah. By Hopkins. Yeah. yeah. So uh, okay, well it's my pick again, and I am in a world of hurt right now. I, I um, can guess who you're going to pick now, but we'll see if you pick it. I I don't. Okay. I think I know who it'll click. I know who it's going to be. Yeesh, man. It, it's, yeah. Do I go to Saxonville or do I go to – I'm going to get Khalil Mack. That's what I'm going to get. It's just – it's a wild card. It's not who I expected. My other guys are off the board. I'm a bad GM. We're going to go with Khalil. Khalil Mack, as a, as a Bears guy, Khalil Mack was great two years ago. Wasn't very good last year. He's pretty old. Well, with uh, my with my resume, with with what I got going on, he's gonna he's gonna do big, he's gonna do good. Okay, I mean he's a big name. Um, I prefer a defensive. I'm gonna go defensive end too, and I'm gonna go with Shaquille Barrett just because he's young. He led the league in sacks last year. He's way younger than Khalil Mack. I'm trying to build a franchise to build around. Um, I want a pass rusher. I'm gonna go with a young guy who. Led the league in sacks. Okay. And I don't expect well, to win this. I don't expect to win this. Because I'm picking. Like, I'm picking based off of the picks that have been out there. If I'm going to build around somebody, my third and final pick. Here we go. Trevor Lawrence. We've already had drafts. You said I have to draft somebody. Drafts are complete. I'm picking Trevor Lawrence, especially Sad. if there's COVID. There's no football. I'm picking Trevor Lawrence. Sad. Not a Daniel Jones guy, see? I didn't see that one coming. I, I, so, I actually thought about – I was going to take – because I thought it was who we want to build around. 
and I was going to take three quarterbacks as individual teams, I was going to pick Trevor Lawrence as my third pick. Really? Yeah, I I mean, I can't go with Daniel Jones right now. I really can't go with Trevor Lawrence either, but just overall, I mean, if you think about high, highly prolific players, people who have won championships, I mean, Daniel Jones, I can – he hasn't won anything yet. I mean, he's got to prove himself. I think he's going to play well, but right yeah. now you got to go with the, the big name. It's Trevor Lawrence. I'd take nope. him over Joe Burrow. I was I about to say, no yeah. love for Burrow. No love Burrow for Tua. Was, we talked about this before. I would have took Deshaun Watson. If I'm, I mean, he's still rather young. He's proven if you build around him and put talent around him, I'm taking the sure thing Deshaun Watson over. I mean, a, he did have players, though. He had, he had a good defense. He had, the, he had the worst offense. He had a terrible offense line. He had Every Hopkins, time. though, and he had Lamar Miller, who was solid for the Texans. Like he, I mean, bad offense line. I would say bad offense line. That, that's what the had, thing is. I'm not, I'm not going to win this because people are dumb and they don't really know anything. Um, but, well, they, that's true. People, people are stupid. But if you're taking a quarterback and you want to build around a, a, a quarterback or build around a team, you, your biggest thing is protecting your quarterback. That's why offensive linemen always go yeah. in the top ten of draft. So well, what I think is a problem with this – I mean, this is a good triple play overall, but um, – if I sat you, Trevor Lawrence, and, if I sat Trevor Lawrence for a year, he didn't play. I'm gonna just tank for that season, and then the following season, I'm gonna draft all the offensive linemen, like the Giants did this past season, and then yeah. uh, that I have them to protect. However, this will be my probably my build a defense up, hopefully win some games with the defense, allow Trevor Lawrence to have some time to develop as an NFL quarterback, and then I have him year two with an offensive line. But I, that's not the game that we're playing right now, so. Yeah, and, and people will vote Khalil Mack over over Shaquille Barrett, but Khalil Mack had eight and a half sacks compared to Shaquille Barrett's 19 and a half. Um, oh, well, yeah. Khal- Khalil Mack is almost 30 years old compared yeah, yeah. to Shaquille Barrett. So I don't expect to win, but I should because – but like I said, voters, people on Twitter, they're idiots. They don't know anything. So you know, that's just tri- how it'll be. Triple play is a fickle bitch. Sometimes it really is. Yeah, it is. I haven't won yet. You should. I mean, you should just be happy that so, I could so get a win. I will say that this Hudgens has like the best opportunity to win this all awesome. time. Finally, this. this, this if I were to pick right now, the overall winner would be. Who Hudgens. was your second? What was your immediate? He had he had Mahomes, Michael Thomas, and Mac. Like that's pretty difficult to beat as far as just the overall average fan goes. Name one had baby. one had one had eight and a half sacks. One had nineteen and a half sacks. That if you think about matter. name, prolific names. That's what I'm saying. People are going to do that, but that they're, exactly. they're, idi- so, they're idiots. The overall Jeez. average fan, I would pick. The overall average, average fan. And my, my first pick would have been Mahomes. My first pick would have been Mahomes. I don't know. I think all first. of our – yeah, all of our pick would have been. Yeah. So, yeah, so. so if you had to pick – you're on the clock. Both of you guys are on we the clock. We should have just did skill positions. Should have. Should yeah. have. If you're on the clock, you have to pick a running back. Who are you going with? Take one. Okay. Saquon, 100%. Same. Both right. talent and uh, just overall classiness in the media. You know what? Those ACLs, the Saquon's ACLs are going to go any minute. Any minute. Whoa, uh, dude. I mean, well, I'm, I probably, go, I'm probably going to go with Jamal Charles. The worst, the worst text that I've probably received ever the at joke. an NFL game was when I watched Saquon get hurt, and then five minutes later, Hudgensen's injury alert uh, – Saquon injured at the game that I was at 
where he was out like the next six weeks or whatever. Yeah. That was the worst. That was probably one of the worst texts I've ever received because I watched it happen. And then I fucking Hudgens has the audacity to tell me that he's injured. Well, yeah. Terrible, terrible in text. NFL Sunday ticket. You watch all the games. You got it. And you're in fantasy. You got to throw out the injury alert. To let people know. <laughs> All right, you guys want to jump into uh, some West Blankenship, the West Blankenship interview? Talk Let's to do it. See what he's doing? Let's do it. Oh, shit. All right, see you. What's going on, guys? Welcome back the Stadium Drive podcast. Before we start our interview segment, I want to tell you about our good friends over at Manscaped. This podcast, the Stadium Drive podcast, is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. That's a rhyme. Um, they literally have the best products ever. There's, There's the three of the greatest days in my life was my wedding day, the birth of my daughter, and then learning about Manscaped, pretty much. Wow. So, uh, it's big, big three. Impressive. Big three. <laughs> impressive. So, um, yeah, they have the lawnmower 3.0. It's wireless. It is literally the best. The battery lasts forever. Electric shaver. They also have the weed whacker, which is brand new. Nose trimmer, which is the best. Joe uses it all the time. So uh, what you need to do, go to manscaped.com, use our promo code STADIUM for 20% off and free shipping. Your body hair and balls will thank you. So now, without further ado, we have Wes Blankenship with Tackler Media. What's going on, man? Hey, how y'all doing today? Co-founder of Tackler Media, I should say. Yeah, you can put a co in front of that. Uh, <laughs> it's going, it's going well. I'm glad to be on with y'all tonight uh, hey, on a really crazy week for college football, huh? Yeah, crazy. yeah, it is wild. Um, before we get into some college football, because it is crazy what's going on, kind of tell our listeners who haven't heard of Tackler what exactly Tackler Media is. So Tackler Media is a startup sports site uh, based out of Atlanta. And me, John Michaels, who's been on your show before, uh, big fan of the U, and Jason Butt, who is formerly of The Athletic, uh, we basically find ourselves in a time and all in the same market. We've all worked with each other previously together, um, we found ourselves out of work. And because of COVID and because of the way things are going in sports media industry and a lot of industries, but look, you're, you're covering sports and sports aren't happening. Um, and that's a great tagline for a sports media company. But we're, uh, we're, co- we're covering the things that are happening. And we, we decided to use the skill sets that we all have. My background is in local television and online uh, digital content. Uh, Jason's background is in print. Um, He's a a Falcons beat writer, used to be the Georgia Bulldogs beat writer, 
um, has worked in Baltimore and Washington, D.C. So he's got experience in big markets and with big uh, SEC teams. Uh, John has a background in sports talk radio. And, you know, all three of us kind of combined to bring something to the table that a lot of people aren't, aren't doing. A lot of people kind of gather together with similar skill sets. What's a, you know, what's an online publication like The Athletic? It's a bunch of former uh, newspaper writers. Um, right. That's the same thing with a lot of uh, podcast hosts. It's a bunch of former uh, radio guys, you know. So we, we figured it's 2020. You know, all these skills are overlapping online. Let's bring them all to the table. And that's what we're doing. We're uh, based in Atlanta and we're covering Atlanta teams, but we're also talking about Southeastern teams, Southeastern sports, because, you know, let's face it, in Atlanta, it really is a melting pot of a bunch of fan bases from around the Southeast. So um, we, we have a lot of followers that know us and uh, we're going to bring that content to them in, in a way that they deserve. Nice. I love it. <clears throat> so, um, this weird college football world or this will, weird world in general that we're living in right now, um, what are you thinking? Are you optimistic that there's going to be a season, a college football season? Yeah, um, I just have a – I just put up a new podcast of my own called Backport Sports, which is part of uh, tacklermedia.com. It's part of our podcast network, and I touched on that. And uh, I'm sticking with my optimism that we will have a season. Um, obviously, the Big Ten has led the way, the first domino to fall, as yeah. announcing that they are conference only. You know, I think we could all see that probably coming. That idea had been kicked around in weeks prior. Um, it, to me, it's, it's the equivalent of Major League Baseball going to a, a shorter season. And if if Major League Baseball hadn't had all of the logistical and uh, difficult relational issues between the owners and the players, they still would have had a shortened season. Yeah, um, It probably wouldn't have gone all the way down to 60 like it is now. But to me, college football going to conference only is the equivalent of what Major League Baseball has done. You know, you have to adjust. You have to make changes to prevent the spread of this disease and uh, you know, not having non-games. Look at Georgia opening the season against Virginia. Yeah. Um, the ACC is not confirmed as of when we're recording this, as far as I know. They haven't confirmed that they're shortening to a, a conference-only schedule like the Big Ten is, but it's been reported, right? Right. So if you don't have Georgia and Virginia crossing paths and, and traveling um, – you know, you, you obviously limit that spread a little bit. I think the other big one was what Michigan State and Miami. Um, yeah. it, you just geographically keep it in a smaller circumference, and that's all we can do, right, is do our own part, and I think that's what college football is trying to do. Joe, did you want to talk Boston College at all? or uh, No, we talked yeah, about it a little bit. Yeah, my thing, was, especially with, like, the ACC, with how spread out the conference is, you mentioned that it limits travel, but with the ACC, like, for example, with Florida State having to go up to play Boston College, that's, that's – uh, the distance is more than Georgia playing Virginia. So, it just – I mean, what's the difference between playing that and not playing at a conference games? Yeah, that is an interesting one. I saw a tweet today 
from uh, the athletic, I believe it was the athletics Georgia Tech beat writer about how Georgia not playing Georgia Tech makes a whole lot less sense than Georgia Tech playing Pitt, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and just like the same point you just made geographically. The ACC is the weird one. Uh, they're the outlier. They're the one that uh, uh, they incorporate Notre Dame into their schedule as well. I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, they, they have to evaluate the uh, <laughs> the spread that they have. And look at look at Missouri, too, in the mm-hmm. SEC East. Like, yeah. I don't know, man. That I'm not going to change my opinion on this because I, I just have to stick with it. Uh, I have to be optimistic about the fact yeah. that college football will still happen but when you do consider conferences like that I I think they'll have to do a little bit extra work maybe maybe one of those schools is okay with you know moving some of their home base operation to to create their own type of bubble you know I'm I'm thinking just thinking out loud for them right now um, if they want to go to conference only you still want to make this then it's going to take some outside of the box thinking yeah so you talked about MLB before to where, you know, they're going to a different system to where they're playing like divisional games and then they're doing American League, National League type games. But uh, my question is, if we do that with college football, how are you going to determine college football playoff when it comes that time as far as, okay, you have the SEC, ACC, like are Pac-12 teams going to be considered for college football playoffs since they didn't play any of those teams? Like how are you going to do it overall with top-ranking teams mostly – in SEC and ACC, a couple in the Big Ten, but uh, I don't know how they're going to work that in the season. Well, I just, I think, I think, I think they need to expand it, right? Expand the play. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this is the year to do it. Right? I mean, I mean, right. I know, yeah. I mean, yeah, for real. This, I just mean, like this the is whole the extra innings guy on second type changes. I mean, I'd like to see it, but I just don't know how they're going to do it if you don't never play a SCT team or a ACC team. No place Clemson, you know. You mean like for the the overlap of the resumes and and determining yeah. Like so when we're talking like strength of schedule, strength of schedule and all that, how are they going to determine that overall for the uh, you know we're talking that outside box outside of the box thinking as far as strength of schedule and the committee, and then overall the uh, we can expand the playoff. I just it's going to be difficult to see it, and then I don't know. I guess it kind of goes back to. What it was like to before, what it was like before, but overall, I mean, I just don't see how like a Pac-12 team. Most of the time, they're not really even considered unless you're talking Oregon. But how are you going to consider other teams when they don't play top-tier SEC or ACC teams uh, this year? I'm so I'm just so sick of I'm just so sick of it. I just I wish I wish everything was back to normal because yeah, it's such a headache. Well, I mean, I I talked about this today on my podcast. It's just when you look back through history, right, and you look back and and you hear footnotes about seasons through time and, and you hear like, yeah, well, that season, you know, not as many teams played because of World War II, you know, and, you know, th- that year they didn't have college football. Like, you think about those years as like, Oh my gosh! Like that—that must have been a a crazy year if they couldn't have college football, you know. And and now we're we're going to—not that I'm comparing this to World War II. I mean, our our athletes aren't fighting in a world war, obviously. But people are going to look at this year in history and and say, like, yeah, year was different. 
And I just, I mm-hmm. hope that we are able to learn from it and uh, obviously heal up and, and be healthy in 2021. But there's no way around it, man. Like sports is, sports in 2020 are just going to be different. And we're yeah. going to look back and, and think about it that way. And whether it's fair or not, the asterisk conversation is a legitimate one. I mean, oh, yeah. whoever wins a championship in this year, they're going to get a side eye. They just are. There's no way around that. Yeah. yeah. When Clemson beats Florida State by 50, I'm going to make sure it's like an asterisk where that's why it happened because of COVID. What about, like, what about when Florida State beats Clemson by, by 50? Ooh. <laughs> that's, that's not happening. So. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. I'll, if that happens, I'll take the asterisk. That's fine. I'm going to bring up something. I'm going to bring up something that's completely unrelated right now. There are still people, people shooting off fireworks in my neighborhood right now. Oh, same. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I, I America, kind of, I mean, yeah, America kind of ridiculous, but Wes, did you see that uh, Georgia or dogs nation posted that if we do go to all sec, that they could open the season at Alabama. Yeah, yeah I did. I did see that. That's what it would be. Uh, you know, I, I thought that was on the table mm-hmm. for, for a few weeks now, um, whether or not they, they did that. Um, just based on – it was – you know, it really had nothing to do with the conference only. It was, is Virginia going to be ready? Because I had seen that their numbers were a little bit behind Georgia's at some point or, or their team wasn't going to be ready to go at a certain point. And I think the next game – I don't have the schedule in front of me, but the next game is like a FCS or – a smaller smaller school so because of those two reasons yeah. georgia could have been opening the the schedule with alabama but yeah hey why not man just go ahead yeah, and start for, it yeah get yeah, it out exactly. of the way. yeah yeah i, I think that could help alabama I, a couple of I think that could help george i mean who's going to be Alabama's quarterback like see what you're made of see what you're yeah. made of right out of the gate yeah. it, this exact this is how i feel with miami potentially playing clemson this year I, it's, there's going to be an asterisk regardless. Let's see what we're made of. If we lose, oh well. If we win, great. Yeah, it's recoverable Miami, in week three. If we if we play Alabama in week three, it's recoverable. But overall, week one, you know, you someone comes out with a loss, it's much more recoverable. I think you know throughout the season than uh, if it's a week three, week four, week five loss. Do you Hold do on. you see do you see kids skipping out on the season? Say there is a season. Do you see kids saying, "Hey, I'm not going to play"? Uh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you look at the the climate of the country right now, socially, and you know that paired with the uh, the health factor, I, I think it's inevitable that there are going to be guys that start to realize, like, "Hey, I kind of have more power than I've probably been told I have as an NCAA athlete." I'm frustrated and, you know, now's my time to make a stand. I have no doubt that there are a lot of guys that feel that way. And it's kind of a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. If you feel like you're a fringe guy that still has something to prove um, for your stake on the team or you still have something to prove for your NFL draft stock, it's kind of like how Nick Markakis decided to sit out, right? Like, Right. But Trevor Lawrence say – you know, I don't know what he's thinking speak for him there, but for health-related issues, if he feels like, I don't want to take this risk, well, he is just as wealthy in a college football stance status as Nick Markakis is financially. Like, I, 
no reason to play. I know I'm going to get drafted in first round. I'm going to sit out. You know, I think if I think those are the types of decisions that are factoring into whether or not guys are going to sit out or not. Yeah. Knowing, mm-hmm. knowing my luck, Trevor Lawrence, there won't be a season this year, and he'll come back the following season oh. and play. But, I mean, that, yeah. that's, that's classic I mean, Clemson. So Highly unlikely, but your luck, yes. <laughs> so I mean, Travis Etienne shouldn't be coming back this year, and he decided to come back. So it's like – That's true. That is true. Yeah, that one's wild. Um, so you, speaking of Nick Markakis, I know you're a Braves guy. I've, I've listened to Backport Sports – and uh, I know you're a Braves guy. How wild is this season going to be? Like, uh, look, it's it's wild enough. We heard um, Mike Fultonevich today uh, on a Zoom call, right? And yeah. And the the Braves had apparently been working out at Campbell High School, which is in Smyrna, and I hadn't heard anything about it at all um, this spring or summer. I really need to look in. I don't know. I don't know if Fulty was supposed to have said that. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, I think about like Jake Fromm got in trouble for working out at Houston County High School. Look, Jake Fromm's one guy. The Braves are the freaking Braves. Like, uh, yeah. I'm sure Cobb County was able to make a make an exception, but um, that was interesting to me. And they had to go to that link to work out this spring and summer because they didn't know when they were going to come back. So when you think about things like that and you you get a glimpse into the mindset of like just how hungry these guys really are to play, I think it's going to be fun as hell. I mean, 60 games, like you're going to get buried. Teams are going to get buried (laughs) quick. Yeah. Uh, And it might, it might not be the team you're going to get buried, but look, I, I want to see the Braves do really well. But I'm not going to be surprised if they're one of those teams that, like, doesn't have a firm footing right out of the gate. Not because they don't have all the depth. They do have all. But look at how crazy that first inning was against the Cardinals in game. Play at first. Yeah, Fulty had a really tough outing. But if Freddie Freeman makes a play at first, that's a double play with one out. And that and that's and a and that's a play that Freddie makes. Yeah, and that, that's a play yeah. Freddie makes nine and a half times out of ten. But when I think about that play, and again, I'm shameless plug. We're we're a week and a half old at tacklermedia.com. Uh, I wrote about that, and I wrote about Fulty specifically today. When you think about that play, like that kind of thing is a microcosm of how this season can be. We yeah. know that the Braves just as good as the Cardinals. Uh, they had a reason to feel like they were better than the Cardinals. But when you think about how quickly you can get buried and how quickly things can get out of control in the game of baseball, especially professional level, and you add in the variables of guys that aren't playing, I mean, on one level, I guess it's a crap shoot. Like, I love to see this shorter season. I, I'm, I don't want to see it happen this way every single year, but yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, excited I'm- about it. I'm curious to see how it's going to work for guys in contract years, like for not for Otani. He's coming off, you know, Tommy John from for the Angels. But if you saw the other day, he walked eight batters on 50 pitches. So he threw like <laughs> a minute. He had to throw in a minimum of 32 out of his 50, 50 pitches were balls. Like yeah. he's not in a contract year, but overall, obviously there's going to be uh, rust. So things going to be brutal for those guys. But 
I'm just I am excited for the, the shortened season as well. Yeah. I'm just glad they're letting the kids play. Like I feel like I'm I'm a huge Braves guy if you don't if you don't know. Um I just feel like Ozzy and Acuna are just chomping at the bit. Like they're yeah. just they're ready to play. And I mean when Fred when Fred gets healthy, I'm sure he's gonna be out there. I'm sure I don't think I don't think Freddie's gonna be a guy that's gonna opt out. I think he's gonna be there. Yeah. I um I have no inside information on that, but Freddie is hungry as hell, man. And, and yeah. you look at him year in and year out. I've been in the clubhouse here after they got bounced and the year before that. And that guy takes it personal, man. Yeah. Year at, both of those years, it's written all over his face. He's like, he's ready to go. He's ready to win a ring. Those guys don't care about asterisk. I can tell you that right now. Oh, yeah. And guys like us can sit here and debate it um all all day long but those guys don't care and Freddie wants a championship man he wants a ring and and he knows that we don't get an opportunity every year to see it happen and uh that's how he thinks Acuna feels the same way people rag on him for his hustle during games but he wants to be out there he wants to win a ring just as much as anybody and and Ozzy like you said they're kids it is that old that old phrase, that old cliche, but they're still kids, and that's how they, they attack the game, and that's how they think about it. And I know that they're out there having fun, and they want everything they can. Um, even if they can't win a championship, they want to do everything they can for the team. Yeah, I agree. I want to um, – we've talked about this before, but how hard-nosed Bobby Cox is. I wanted to see what Bobby would say if Acuna wasn't hustling – you know, like 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 Andrew Jones back in the day, Andrew wasn't hustling. Bobby put his ass on the bench. Like it would have just been interesting. Oh, no doubt about it. And that's that's the snit school of thought, right? That's yeah. Who we, that's who we learned it from. And, yeah. Um, it's tough, man. I didn't I didn't disagree with it that regular season game. I didn't disagree. Um, and ultimately, I I do think you got to let them play, but I also objectively am able to identify that when you do that in a postseason game and it costs you runs oh yeah you're gonna have to answer questions about it you're gonna have to answer for it uh you can't just glance past that and say that it had no impact on the game because it did right so let's uh let's switch over to nfl for a minute before we let you go um as far as we know nfl season's gonna be gonna be going like normal just no fans yeah as far as we know i haven't heard anything different yeah, yeah they talked when well, they talked potentially making people sign contracts that nfl is not yeah. liable right but i mean i'd sign that contract in a heartbeat I mean, they just need sports back yeah for sure so yeah. i mean i don't know i think it's going to be super weird than playing without fans but What'd you think about Cam going to the uh, Patriots? Dude, have you seen his workout videos? He's pissed. Yeah. Yeah. It, this, Joe, I, he's out he for blood. Like, I'm telling you. Joe. I'm, I'm excited to watch that. I'm excited to watch that. Um, I'll see the video mashup of, of those two guys up in New England, Felger and Maz, and they were those are the same guys that said they didn't understand the Sony Michelle draft pick. Um because he, you know, he just wasn't good enough, and of course, he leads them at his position to a Super Bowl as a rookie. But those same guys were talking about how 
Cam wasn't going to jive with Bill because Bill doesn't let the Patriots celebrate. And it's just like video clip after clip after clip of Patriots celebrating. And it was just like, yeah, these guys don't know what they're talking about. And they yeah, well, I'll, I'll say I'm a Red Sox, Celtics, and Bruins fan. Watching Pilgrim ads, they're horrible. Like, yeah. those guys up there, Dennis and Callahan, well, it's not Callahan anymore, but they are terrible reporters. So, like, I wouldn't take anything they say. as like Those a, are the only two guys. Those are the only two times I've heard them, probably for yeah. a reason. Terrible, but, terrible. But Bill's gonna let Cam do his thing. If it if it if it helps the Patriots win, Bill's gonna let Cam do his thing. And that that side of Cam's game does fuel him. Yeah. True. J- Joe's a big Cam hater. I, I'm I I'm on I don't think he has anything left. I think I'm, he <laughs> Yeah. Look I don't think I, the, I don't think I don't think the Pats have many options. So I mean they're probably gonna have to go with him, but I don't he hasn't been good forever. It's either him or the other Auburn guy. Stidham, right? yeah, 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 true. So it's gonna be. Uh, I think that I think that the Pats will have a minimum of nine wins this season with the full season. Minimum yeah. of nine, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, if you look back when they had Matt Castle, when Tom Brady tore his ACL, and what was it, two thousand eight? They had like 10, 11 wins with Matt Castle after he tore his ACL on week one. Like he just gets it done. Bill Belichick, that is. It's going to so. come down to them and the Bills, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, I do not believe in two as an NFL quarterback. Uh, just, I don't know, man. I, I think the NFL is just so regimented and so system-based. Like, you can be a little squirrely in college and, and not just get away with it. You can be squirrely in college and flat-out win um, because of it. In the NFL, I, look, look at Baker, man. Baker's not bringing that game to the NFL and translating it into wins. Yeah. Uh, and I do think the history of, of lefty quarterbacks, people scoff at that right now. Um, I know Alabama had a pretty good, a pretty good lefty uh, <laughs> come to the NFL before, but I think it's real. I think it's legit. And I think two is going to have a pretty steep learning curve with the dolphins. So you look at that division, it's not going to be the jets. <laughs> yeah. You you got the hoodie you got the hoodie taking on the Bills, yeah. yeah. I still like their chances too. Yeah, I agree. Well, all right, man. I know uh, I know you got to go here soon. We uh, we appreciate you jumping on, hanging out with us for a little bit. Yeah, it was it was fun, man. Y'all call me back up anytime. Just got a, a five month old at home and working all day on this uh, on this new website that I appreciate y'all plugging. Um, and subscribing to at tacklermedia.com and just got to balance it all out with, with the fam. It's, it's fun times, but it's just absolute crazy year and it affects all of us in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. So, Oh yeah. Appreciate y'all uh, giving me the time and I hope y'all stay healthy and stay well. And hopefully all this stuff that we're talking about today is relevant come the fall. Yeah. Yeah. That. All right, cool, man. man. It was good talking to you. Thanks for yeah. having on. We appreciate it. Talk to you again soon. All righty. All right, man.